Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of A Better You. I am Fernanda Ramirez. I am your host for this podcast, A Better You, and I'm so excited for today's video because I am coming at you guys as a fresh 22-year-old. Now that is a scary thought right there. I mean, I know 22 is still young. It's all relative. It is very young, but 22 just sounds crazy. Like, I loved being the age 20. I feel like I really resonated with 20. 21 was crazy and fun because it's like you're legal in the US now. And 22, it's just like, damn, you are in your early 20s, goddamn. Anyways, I'm so excited for today's video because we are going to be talking about things that I learned now that I am officially 22. Now, I've seen this video title go around quite often on YouTube, on TikTok, or whatever, where they say, here are 22 things that I learned at the age of 22, or here's 21 things I learned on my 21st birthday, or whatever. I'm really excited because I spent some time over the past week thinking of some lessons that I learned over the course of this year that I think can apply to many of you guys, and you guys can take with you. I tried my best to really analyze like every single month of my 21st year, just reflect on what this past year meant to me and come up with little examples, stories, advice, and just overall maybe like values that I'm going to carry moving forward as I continue my life as a 22 year old. I actually think there's a little bit more than 22 just because I feel like this year was such a big year of learning for me. I just have more than 22 things. If you're new to this podcast, make sure to give it a rating, make sure to comment, leave a little message, follow us on the Instagram. We are a huge community and And we are working on becoming the best version of ourselves. And that means not only being the wellness version, the self-care girly, the fitness girl, like it really means taking a look within ourselves and 
actively trying to be and act like our highest self day to day. So if you're interested in all those things, make sure to take a scroll through my past few episodes because I swear when I tell you I do not post an episode that I am not proud of, I can say that confidently and full-heartedly. Now before we get into all of the things that I want to talk about today, I wanted to give you guys a little recap on my birthday weekend that just happened. Today is Tuesday as I'm filming this episode and my birthday actually fell on a Saturday, but I have felt a little bit discombobulated is that the word i don't know i've been feeling so random since like thursday because friday was one of my best friend's birthday and ever since i was really young we've been celebrating both of our birthdays every october with all my best friends and usually she'll get the weekend before i'll get the weekend of or she'll get the day before i'll get the weekend after or whatever it may be this year she had a birthday event thursday night we slept over we did birthday brunch on friday we went out on friday night Then we slept over at my house. It was my birthday on Saturday. We had birthday brunch. I celebrated with my family at night, slept over at Jacob's house, which is my boyfriend, then spent all day with Jacob on Sunday, slept over with him again. We stayed at a really cool hotel and then spent all day Monday together. So I have just felt like so confused for the past like five days just because I don't even know what day it is. I feel like I haven't had a moment to just sit and be like, oh my God, you're 22. But regardless, I had such a good birthday weekend and I almost feel a little bit embarrassed to admit that I actually have another birthday event planned for next Friday and the reason was because normally a lot of my friends well actually basically all of my friends we love to go out and we love to party but we also love being wholesome so I feel like for the past like three years we've made it a goal to try to have like a wholesome hangout and a party hangout for all of our birthdays which is much harder as we're growing into our adulthood because everyone's busy, everyone has different schedules, everyone has finals, like it's just so much harder, but we try our best to make it happen. So my wholesome thing was my brunch on the Saturday and then I'm planning a little party party next Friday. So now that all the birthday stuff is done with and like so many of you guys, oh my God, have congratulated me, my family, my friends, like I have just felt so loved this past weekend. I am honestly embarrassed that I'm still doing something this following Friday, but you know what? I said this in the last episode. I feel like a birthday party is such a good excuse to have a big party with all your friends and to not only obviously celebrate yourself because it only happens once a year but to just host something for other people and I was telling my boyfriend like some people just love to host I grew up in a family where my parents were always hosting New Year's parties Halloween parties Mexico Independence Day parties their own birthday parties like I just grew up in a family that loved to host host dinners host events we would always go to parties and I feel like I've taken that with me in my adult years where I just love to host I want to have my parties I want to celebrate and I just want to bring a bunch of people together and if I have the means and the time and the ability to do so and make those plans happen and make the vision executed, I'm going to do that. So anyways, I'm excited for my party on Friday, but this past weekend was crazy. We went to the club. If you're from Vancouver, we went to Isabel's, which was really fun. Slight crazy moment when we actually had like six bottles and like a table and it was just insane. So I kind of died, but my brunch was so cute. I basically had a little like lottery themed brunch with my friends. It was like macaroons and desserts and tea and making mini sandwiches. And it was so much fun. So I highly recommend if you want to host something for your friends, do a little tea party because it's just so cute. And slightly looking back at the photo, I'm like, this could either be Fernando Ramirez's 22nd birthday or a nine-year-old's tea party play dress-up party. (laughs) So, um, you know what? It was making my inner child 
blossom and flourish being in my ultimate dream brunch but like slightly from an outside perspective I'm like I look like a child do I look like it's a ballerina themed ninth birthday maybe okay I don't care I had fun doing it I had a great time and my friends had a great time too as for with my boyfriend I stayed at this hotel in Vancouver called the P Hotel or the Princess and the P Hotel or something like that if you're from Vancouver or from Langley Coquitlam like any of the areas in the lower mainland any of the areas I highly recommend staying at this hotel because it was so cute it was so aesthetic it is perfect for pictures and if you love that little coquette princess aesthetic this is the place for you to stay we also walked all around fort langley the following day went to high tea at the little white house which is a beautiful little location for high tea we did some shopping and the night before we went to a restaurant in langley called haven so many fun birthday festivities elena if you're listening to this happy birthday my queen we are libra sisters but anyways Let's start going into the actual episode because I have been getting roasted by a few listeners the past few episodes because I've been yapping about myself for too long. But to be honest, guys, to be honest, okay? I just want to say one last thing because if you are annoyed that I'm talking too much about myself in the first like 10 minutes of the episode, when I first started uploading my podcast, I would do a little intro, do a little catch up for like five minutes and then the episode would be like 30 minutes long, 35 minutes long. And now if I talk or like recap about myself for the first 10 minutes, I usually make the episode like 45 50 minutes so even though it is longer about me just like talking and whatever at the beginning of the episode I'm not making the episodes any shorter and I'm making sure that you guys are getting your content so if you don't want to listen to my recaps or little stories or whatever here and there at the beginning of the episodes just skip through them know that the whole episode is there for you guys to listen okay now I have my notebook with all the things I want to talk about and I'm going to go through this list in no particular order but the first thing that I want to say about my 21st year is that this This year was a huge growth year for me IRL like as a person I feel like I went through so many ups and downs of just like dealing and healing with things of my own that I never really realized when I lived at home and not to make it like sound deep I don't think that that's the purpose when I think of myself at 20 or just right before I turned 21 I feel like that was a completely different version of myself so for that I'm very proud of myself this year my 21st year also was the year of me starting a podcast so I feel like it's been a year of growth I feel like ever since I started my podcast I have become such a better speaker so that is something that I'm really proud of myself for improving on and just like learning how to navigate a completely new avenue and learning how to make that flourish also traveling a lot on my own this year and also traveling with new friends and new people and making new friends having that said my 21st year was a blessing. I'm really excited for my 22nd year. Like I'm kind of scared. 22 sounds so intense, but I feel like every year I feel more business savvy. I feel more myself. I feel more mature and I feel wiser. So you know what they say, every year you age, you just become hotter and wiser. So that is, that is the mentality going into my 22nd year. Let me tell you that. These are in no particular order. I'm just going to start going and just speaking on them. Number one, your hometown will always be home. If it makes you happy, keep those relationships and connections and there is no need to cut anyone off. I wanted to bring this up because I think that when I moved out of my hometown and I moved into a city, I was really going through a phase of I need more friends that do more things like me. You know, everyone always tells you make new friends other than the ones that are in your high school. Those friends don't last forever. You should be able to make new friends, whatever. I went through that whole phase, especially because all my friends were in school and working and as an influencer, I was like, I need more friends that I can relate to in this stage of my life where like I'm just not on the same page as 
my friends that are in school and working. I feel like I also hung around a lot of people when I would travel that would tell me, leave your hometown, you, you do not need to live there, you should come to LA, you should come to New York. I just went through that weird phase of thinking that I needed to leave, that I needed to unfollow everyone. I feel like after this year, I've truly learned that your hometown and where you grow up is so special to you and the older that you get, I think you realize that more, especially the more that you travel. As I've left and I've seen different countries, I've seen different lifestyles and I've thought that I wanted to live that lifestyle. Now I come home and I really appreciate Vancouver and even my hometown for what it is. The friends that I made in high school are lifelong friends and if you've made good friends in high school, those are friends that you can keep forever and there is beauty in having friendships that you've had for a very long time and I feel like I've heard that a lot recently through mutual friends, through friends where they're like, I'm just over the high school thing. Like, I don't want to see those people anymore. And that makes complete sense. Like you may be outgrowing certain people or you may be growing in completely different directions. But the fact that you know someone from a young age is enough to kind of make it special in the sense that if you saw them at a random club or you saw them in a random city, they would still remind you of your home and how you grew up. So there's no reason to have a drastic cutoff sesh or like feel that you need to make new friends. I mean, it's great if you do. And I think as you get older, adult relationships and friendships are a lot different anyways. And you'll probably be seeing everybody just a little bit here and there. But don't feel the need that you need to cut everyone off, that you need to run away from your hometown, especially if you are fortunate and blessed enough to have grown up and lived in a beautiful city or a beautiful town. My next one is to stop nitpicking yourself. I've recently discovered and I feel like a lot of people do this, that I can be very hard on myself when it comes to the way that I look or even the way that you may be living your life or this could be the way that you're acting in a certain time. And for me, especially this one, I guess hits harder with my appearance, especially because I'm always on camera or I'm always filming myself and I'm always perceiving myself that I'll always go through phases of thinking I looked so much prettier in the past, whether that be two months ago, three months ago, a year ago, and I'll be thinking, oh my gosh, I look so much prettier at that time. Time. But then a few months go by and then I'll look at that time and think, oh my gosh, I looked so much prettier at that time. And it's like, it's never enough. For example, this past December, I remember thinking, oh my God, I looked so much prettier in the summer. And then in March, I was thinking to myself, oh my God, why was I even thinking about that in December? I looked so good in December. And then the summer goes by and now it's September and I'm looking at photos of myself in March thinking, oh my God, I looked so great in March. Like what was I complaining about? Anyways, the moral of that story is that we just need to stop being so hard on ourselves on the way that we look. We are constantly changing. Every day we look like a different version of ourselves and that is fine. That is okay. It is okay to fluctuate. And these are the years that you're going to be looking back on in the future. You're as young as you'll ever be. And you're also as old as you'll ever be. So stop looking at the past version of yourselves and criticizing yourself when that is who you're going to want to look like in the future. I promise you. The next one is to not let your kindness get taken for granted. When you feel disrespected or people trust you enough to show you their true colors, listen to your gut feeling. I feel like I've had so many experiences this year where I have been in new countries, I have been in new cities, where I always show up being the kindest, most authentic version of myself, and I can feel myself getting disrespected or treated like someone is above me just because I'm very kind and honestly, in new environments, I'm going to show up positive. I know that this doesn't happen to everyone. This might be a very 
niche example or niche situation, but I've had times where I've met certain people, they can act like they're better than you because you're just nice, you're kind, you're just showing up to something, they don't know who you are, they'll act like they're they're better than you or reveal their true colors because they feel comfortable around you to show you themselves as who they really are. And then after maybe they'll they'll follow me or something and then they'll realize that I also have followers and it's like they'll try to take everything back as if oh like maybe now that she has followers I can't be saying those things around her and genuinely that has happened to me and just in other ways when you are a very open-minded person or where you are very kind I feel like people can try to push you around or try to take advantage of you or again just like show their true colors or speak badly about other people or whatever take all of those things as a little mental note for yourself because those are not necessarily the people that you really want to associate with all the time or you might get a little intuition or gut feeling that like these aren't the people that you want to be with or these aren't necessarily people that you can trust or that you want to be surrounded by and those are signs from your own body from your mind from your soul telling yourself that like those people aren't good people to be around so just be mindful of that take note of it. Don't feel like you need to stop being that kind so that you can fit in with those people. If you are positive and you are a good person with good energy, you don't need to stoop down to lower levels or a lower negative energy just to fit in with crowds that probably don't even like being themselves sometimes. Next up, this lesson is to try your best to make people feel seen and feel heard. Give people the time of day, and even if they are not helpful to you, you might be very helpful to them, and they might need the interaction more than you do. Some situations could be really deep with this, and some don't even need to be as deep, but if someone comes up to you and you don't really care what they're saying, there is a way to be graceful and tasteful about slyly exiting that situation. You can finish it off with a smile on your face and say, I've got to go, sorry, I need to go do something. Or, okay, well, it was really nice talking to you, but I'm going to go. You know, there's ways to make that exit soft, smooth, without making the other person feel like you don't care what they're saying. I know that this can happen to so many different people on a different scale. I think it is one of the most important skills when talking about social intelligence or interpersonal skills or just social interactions to make the other person feel seen and heard whether that is looking at their eyes giving them a smile when they're talking to you I feel like it is just common knowledge in social interactions but I feel like some people forget about this or don't care enough to do this but I'm telling you guys this because I feel like it is just such an important thing and I just feel like it is so shitty to accidentally make someone feel like shit because you're disinterested into the conversation when like they didn't do anything wrong they aren't trying to be annoying they aren't trying to be a bother maybe you're in a bad mood maybe you're in a rush maybe you had a bad morning everyone is dealing with their own shit so I don't really think it's an excuse to make someone else feel like shit because you're having a shitty day if that makes sense you can kind of be disinterested in a conversation because they're not adding anything into your life but maybe any words of advice, any interaction, maybe that smile, maybe that warm, comforting talk is actually going to help them more than you realize. I remember this past like summer, I was sitting at a cafe and this random guy came up to me and we had like an hour talk. Okay, that was a little bit extra, but like I could assume there would be some girls in my position where if a random guy starts to talk to them, they would just shoo them off, not even look at them, not even say anything to them. And maybe it would have made that guy feel like shit. But we sat and talked and he was asking me about some like business opportunity thing. I feel like it didn't really apply to my life. Like it wasn't probably something that I was doing but I gave him some advice and when we finished that conversation he was like 
you know what? Like, I feel like this conversation was meant to happen. Like, I really needed this. And like, those things that you said, like, really helped me with this. And that right there made me feel good because I'm like, even if I didn't necessarily get something out of him or like that I needed or whatever, I was able to help him. So I feel like it's a really nice feeling if you're able to do that for someone else. The next lesson is to not be afraid to try new things and evolve. If you believe in an idea, you can make it happen. I say this because of my podcast that I started this year. Before I started my podcast, I had had the idea that I wanted to do one for like literally like two years. Like I remember always being like, oh, one day I'll start a podcast. One day, one day, one day. And there was a few times where I got really good ideas and I would bring a notebook and I would start writing out what I wanted my podcast to be like. And I always just kept putting it off, putting it off until one day I was like, Fernanda, I'm setting a deadline. March 20th is the day that you're going to start your podcast. And I looked up all the different videos on YouTube on how to start one, how to be successful, how to get the right equipment, what camera I needed, what microphone I needed, what interface I needed. I didn't even know what that was. And I looked it all up and I always say this to you guys whenever I get advice on how to start a podcast or how to start a YouTube channel or how to start literally anything. It's always to believe in yourself because that is the number one thing that you need. That is how I feel like I've gotten through my life so far and how I've gotten to the places that I have. It is because I have that strong sense of belief, but also it is to use the resources you have and actually try hard to learn how to make things happen. Before I started my podcast, before I started my YouTube, I feel like I would think to myself like maybe I just need to ask people because like they've probably done it before so they'll give me advice which is true you can always go to people and ask them for advice but the truth is when I've actually gotten things to work from the ground up and I've really learned how to do something it is because I've done the research I've looked it up I've spent time trying to teach myself a certain subject and that is how I've learned literally anything that I've learned up to this day in terms of this career type my point of that is to say is to not be afraid to try new things because you never know where something can take you. I didn't know that this podcast was going to be what it is now. And I, in fact, I didn't even think I was going to get much listeners, to be honest. I thought that all my viewers would be stuck to YouTube, that maybe I wouldn't be fit for a podcast, that maybe it wouldn't do well. But I was like, oh, it's going to be a side thing. So like, even if it does bad, like, that's okay. Like, you know, it's not my main thing. And now I feel like it's up to par with my like main thing as my YouTube channel. And, you know, now there's sponsorships for it and now there's this for it. And I feel like that was just a big learning lesson for myself as well to not be afraid to try new things, to not be afraid to evolve. I feel like us as humans, we constantly need new projects and new goals to be working towards. And the minute that things start to feel stale, try to find a new way to evolve, to grow, or to elevate what you're already doing. One quote that I've recently heard of that I literally had to write down in my notes immediately was that I was watching a podcast by this guy and he was reviewing Drake's new album, okay? So random. And basically he was saying that The reason why Drake's new album isn't as good as his old ones is because he's trying to replicate a lot of sounds that are of younger artists. Like the artists that are blowing up on TikTok, that are appealing to a younger crowd, Drake is trying to sound like them. And it's not really coming as authentic or as good as his old shit because he's just trying to replicate something that isn't his. And so he was saying, Drake needs to realize he's trying to read the room too much when he literally is the room. The reason why I bring this up is because I feel like for myself and my YouTube channel, sometimes I would be analyzing so much. What do other people want to see from me? What do I need to do to stay on top of my game? Or what do I need to do? When the truth is, you just need to follow your own gut. You need to follow your own, what is it? March of your own band. And remember that you are the blueprint. So again, as I said, if you want to try 
try something new. If you want to evolve to something new, you want to try something different, look towards yourself, look within and realize that you are the blueprint. And if you want to make something happen, you just need to believe in your goal and you can make that happen. The next one is to spend more time making memories rather than being stressed that your routine isn't perfect. I think if you want to live a very happy and fulfilled life, balance is such an important thing. You know, you can't have the good without the bad. You can't have the crazy without the routine. You know, you need a little bit of both, but sometimes it's okay to have fun. It's okay to have memories if it means veering off your perfect routine a little bit. For example, Whenever the summer happens or whenever the summer comes around, I feel like I'm so uptight about like, I want to work out. I want to get in my summer bod and I'm so like working out every single day. And I remember I did this a lot in 2022 and then I would look back on my summer and be like hmm what did I do this summer like someone was asking me like what's your recap of your summer and I was like um I mean like I worked out um I went to a few different gyms uh uh and I just kept coming up with like different ways to say like I worked out all summer and that made me kind of be like Fernando why didn't you explore your city why didn't you go do solo dates why didn't you ask people to hang out why were you trying to work out every single day like yes that is important that is key that is routine that makes me feel good but at the same time you can take days off you can take time off you can live your life in the moment and not be so worried about routine the same way that me and trinity recently went to paris as you know we were both kind of debating if we should go on this trip because we were like you know we just came back from new york i think maybe it's best if we just get into routine maybe we just need to stay home for a bit get back to the healthy eating get back to the workout grind get back to you know just like working etc and then we were like you know what we are in our early 20s let's just go on the trip and I don't regret it at all, to be honest. I mean, I feel like we came out of that trip with so many good memories, so many new experiences, and, you know, we're young. It's okay to travel and to have fun and to live it up rather than just being home and making sure that you are cooking three meals a day and attending all your workout classes and making sure that everything on socials is perfect. Like, it's okay to make those memories. And the last example of this is when I went to Costa Rica and I think I was so stressed out that I wasn't getting enough content. Yes, it's important. Yes, it's my job. But at the same time, I was making so many memories and strengthened relationships that I already had with my best friends even further that maybe I wouldn't have been able to do if I was stuck in my hotel room editing these videos for hours on end. So obviously there is a way to make everything happen. You know, you can get certain help in some aspects and balance is so important, but don't let it overrule your life because you only have one life right we're young only once and if you have the option to go make some memories and to go outside be open-minded maybe for you this means going out one night instead of staying in and having a wholesome night or maybe this means taking the extra dessert with your friend rather than going home and staying on the diet or if this means staying up a little bit later just to stay until the sunrise whatever it may be sometimes it's okay to veer off track of your perfect routine in order to obtain those memories because that's what makes life good and you're probably going to remember those memories rather than the perfect nine to five before you're five to nine or perfect track record of not staying up late etc the next one is to allow the people that you love to change and to see their change as growth do not be stuck up on a version of themselves you have in your head and make sure that you can support them. I feel like especially with my growing up years now that I'm in my 20s, I've 
really been able to see my friends grow into themselves truly and even see like my sibling, my brother, my boyfriend, my boyfriend's friends, my friend's friends, whatever. I've seen a lot of people around me grow up and change into different versions of themselves and I feel like it's easy as a friend to be stuck up on one version of them and be upset that maybe they aren't how they used to be or you know, maybe not upset, but just be like, oh my God, they're way different now. Like what happened? Why did they change? But if it's the people that you love, you should be embracing their change, being happy that they're changing, being happy that they're finding themselves. Maybe they're maturing, maybe they're growing new leaves. And I think the most important thing with growing up with friends and siblings and relationships or friendships, whatever, is to be able to support them through all those changes of life. I think that is what makes a friendship truly strong. And that's how you can have long-lasting friends and I think if you have long-lasting friends that it's a really good sign that you guys are able to adapt and change and be there for each other no matter what stage of life they're in and I feel like we all give ourselves a lot of grace when we are changing because we want to find the perfect version of ourselves. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Or we might go through different phases. And giving ourselves that grace, we should give that grace to others. So if you see one of your friends randomly picking up a new style, or maybe they like a new genre of movies or songs, or maybe they're getting a new job, or maybe they're going into a really social era, a really quiet era, or maybe they want to do a drastic change to their look, support them if you love them. That will be the ultimate form of love that you can give them. And also they're gonna just appreciate you so much for sticking by their side, no matter what change they have. They're their own person. You can't kind of have them in a little mold figurine thinking that they're never gonna change. And in fact, if they do change, it's probably a good thing. The next lesson that I learned is that it is more important and fulfilling to influence people with beliefs, motivations, and healthy habits rather than buying the latest product or things that don't matter. Help people become better people. This is a huge one for me because I feel like especially in the influencer or content creator space, sometimes you can get a little bit lost in what your end goal is as a creator. And when I first started my YouTube channel, I just made videos because I wanted to share my life. And I feel like somewhere along the track, sometimes I would literally be influenced to become the influencer like should I be recommending more products should I be showing people the latest trends should I be pushing this consumeristic vibe like should I just be telling people what to buy whatever and I feel like especially since starting my podcast I didn't have a full idea of what this podcast was going to be like before I started it like I had a brief idea but I kind of let what episodes did well kind of determine where the future of this podcast was going to go and now that I've been doing it for a while and I've been making episodes based on things that you like and receiving your feedback, I've realized that the ultimate form of influence is helping people become the best version of themselves, honestly, is helping people becoming better people in changing their health for the better, in becoming happier people, in stopping negative habits, negative thought patterns, just influencing people to change genuinely and being a good role model for people is a lot more important than influencing people to buy the latest pair of shoes. Now, obviously that doesn't mean that people in different genres shouldn't be doing that. I think that it is so fun to share your passion and to share your insights if you are well-versed on a topic because, you know, that's interesting. And I think that's the best part about having different types of influences. Like I, I think it's a really good thing, but I feel like you can take that lesson into whatever field you're in and, you know, sprinkle it into whatever you do. And I think you can even take that piece of advice yourself in that what matters most is who you are as a person and not necessarily all the things that you have or all the things that you want to buy. I just feel like that is something that I've really learned this year and that I want to further get in touch with and not stray away from because I think that those are my roots and that is what matters most to me. The next one goes along with a comment that I literally received yesterday, but someone commented on one of my videos, something along the lines of, you make me feel so confident about my like bubbly girly personality. Like you make me feel like I should embrace it and like not be ashamed of it or something like that. And I was like, is this backhanded low key? Because I would never be ashamed of that, you know? Like I thought that was a good thing, so I don't know why you're ashamed of it. But then I kind of thought to myself and I'm like, you know, there's definitely been times where maybe teased is not the right word, but I've been told like, oh my God, Fernanda's so positive. Fernanda 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. So kind, Fernanda's in the and I think especially also with the rise of like trying to be this mysterious, nonchalant, cool girl, it's almost as if being excited, being bubbly, being girly has been seen as a bad thing. And you know what? Speaking of the Barbie movie, because I feel like they really, what's the, what's the word? Hit the nail on the head, or I don't know if that's the saying, but this is the lesson that I have for you. It is that it is okay to be bubbly, positive, hyper, excited. That is what keeps you young. That is what keeps you youthful. That is what keeps you happy. Energy is what matters and it matters more than you know. Your positive energy, your good energy is contagious and acting like you're not excited about something or acting like you're not happy about something or acting nonchalant is literally not helping anybody. People want to be surrounded by people with good energy and a good vibe. And like I said earlier in this episode, if someone makes you feel bad about having that good energy, do not hang around those energy vampires because they want to see you as miserable as them. They're actually probably uncomfortable by how happy and innately excited you are. And another thing that I've saw on a TikTok was a girl speaking about how she had great energy and really high energy and how she only surrounds herself with other high energy people. And I feel like I can really resonate with that because my best friends are the most bubbly, excited, hyper girls. And that is what keeps me like that too. You know, being around other people that are like that makes me embrace that side of myself and makes me ultimately never have a bad time. You know, when I do hang around maybe some people that I consider cool and this and I hear them complaining like it's only making me feel worse so do not feel ashamed by that side of yourself by any means and if you have that side of yourself that you have been hiding or you've been trying to push down or you think it's embarrassing you think it's cringe I'm telling you firsthand hopefully you don't think I'm cringe but as a self-proclaimed not cringy person which is um it's up for debate because someone could say something is cringe. I could be cringe sometimes. But anyways, I'm telling you, it is not cringe. It is okay. It's actually in your best interest for your future as well to not act nonchalant. It is okay to be the fun friend. I don't know if I put this down as another lesson in here, but I'm just going to speak on this anyways. I feel like for a few years, I kind of felt, I don't know if I've already said this in a podcast, but I kind of felt like self-conscious maybe that I loved partying or that I loved going out and I thought to myself I hope that people don't see me as like the fun friend like the oh she's fun like she's fun to party with but like I would never want to be her friend friend and I've now realized that just because you like to be that fun bubbly positive friend that does not mean that is all that you are you can still be deep you can still have empathy you can still hold deep conversations you can still have hard conversations, tough conversations, you can still be there for them as a friend and be serious and just be in those maybe more sticky and tough situations while still being a fun, positive person that loves to be bubbly and is always excited. There is nothing wrong with that. And in fact, everybody needs a fun friend. You're probably raising the vibrations of everybody around you when they are in your presence, which is a lot of the time what people need. The next one is that you make your own opportunities. Go out, meet people, travel, 
say yes, try new things, fall and get back up, talk to others, etc. You never know what can come out of it. I feel like this is something that I've learned a lot throughout the past few years, but especially this year as well. You need to be in certain situations to make situations happen. Yes, manifestation is real, but you got to be actively making those things happen. If you want to manifest meeting the love of your life, you're not going to find them in your bedroom probably. You know, you need to go out and meet people and see where that is for yourself. If you are trying to be successful and maybe network and meet certain people so that you can get a new position, so you can get more business, so you can get more work, so you can learn new things. You're not going to find it by saying no to opportunities, by staying closed off, by not wanting to talk to people, etc. Just put yourself out there and know that if you put yourself into those crazy situations, most likely you're going to be rewarded with crazy opportunities. Having that said, because opportunities can come to you in situations or places that you were never expecting, being nice to everyone that you interact with because you never know what that person can teach you what that person can offer you what that person can show you the butterfly effect is real one interaction may lead to another that may lead to another that may lead to another that may lead you the biggest opportunity that you had never expected so be kind to everyone because you never know where it's going to get you the next lesson is that it is normal to feel lonely everybody goes through it and everybody goes through the same experiences especially in their early 20s if you feel lonely call someone be in open public spaces find company etc you literally just have to put in effort I feel like this winter was the first winter where I had started living alone and I had really experienced this loneliness and there would be some times I feel like my parents could probably testify to this where I just like would not call my parents or not see my family or not drive back home and I would just I remember be here and like I would be like okay this sounds so dramatic nobody be concerned for me but I would be like crying on the floor being like oh my god I'm so lonely when it's like bro literally call someone literally go ask someone to hang out go on a walk go drive home like if you are lonely that is completely understandable but do not wallow in it do not sit in it you have to put in effort to make those feelings go away and we are naturally creatures that crave community so you're not going to find that in your apartment in your bedroom in your literal bed maybe avoiding people avoiding social interactions like you you got to put in the effort and there are more people that can relate to the way that you feel than you think and another thing is if you are feeling lonely, there are so many videos online that can give you advice on how to cope with this feeling or ideas on what to do if you're feeling lonely. Like there is a lot of resources online that can help you with this and manage this. And again, it is something that everyone goes through. I also learned that when we feel the loneliest, it's usually because the relationships in our lives are not that strong. So if you are feeling really lonely, reflect on the relationships that you have currently, maybe the friends that you have, your family, and be like, have I called them recently? Have I texted them recently? Have we been just having super superficial conversations? Like maybe I need to tell them how I'm really doing. Maybe I need to ask them how they're really doing. Like really focus on your relationships and evaluate how strong they are because that's really going to make the difference in how you feel in terms of your loneliness and also a big thing that I learned this year is that if I am feeling lonely I daily have to make the effort to go outside go on a walk and just see people outside like I just need to see people and remember that like I'm not alone and I'm not just not just in my little apartment being like, where is everybody? Because they're literally outside. Okay, the next lesson is a big one. And that is that constantly being busy does not mean that you are being productive. I feel like I have a big habit of filling up my week 
with appointments, with hangouts, with things that are unnecessary. And I'm so busy that I can hardly do the work that I'm actually supposed to be doing because I'm busy doing all this stupid stuff. And I think that I'm being productive and I'll be like, oh my God, but I've been doing stuff all week when it's like, girl, none of those things were that productive. They were actually just postponing the things that you really do have to do. And sometimes we need that downtime to do nothing to recharge for the things that are really important to us. And if we're filling all that downtime up with useless things that really don't matter in the grand scheme of things, you're never gonna have that downtime. That's probably something that I should have taken into consideration this past week on my birthday, filling it up with plans every single day for the past like week and a half and then being so overwhelmed by the time that it's my birthday that like there were some times that I could hardly enjoy because I was so overwhelmed and stressed about the fact that I had no time to even think. And someone could even say to myself, oh, well, they were fun plans, so don't complain about that. That is exactly why I'm saying those fun plans were making me busy and they weren't even productive. So it's just something to consider. The next big lesson came with the rise of the Barbie movie. I know we just talked about them. This summer, I made an episode that was about evolving from girlhood to womanhood. And I feel like just even filming that episode really sorted out my thoughts and really made me like work through the topic in my mind. And so I feel like I couldn't talk about the lessons that I learned this year without speaking on that lesson. And that is just what it means to be a woman. It is okay to go from girlhood to womanhood and it is okay to be confused or to be left without an answer. I mean, I finished that podcast as an open conversation because I had no response for it. Don't let society convince you that being young is the only thing that is beautiful, that is you at your peak. It is a privilege to age and with age, you only get hotter and wiser, as I said earlier. Every stage of your life is exciting. It is empowering. It is growth. It is amazing. And to also remember that we were all girls together. See the inner girl in your friends. See the inner girl in your mom. See the inner girl in your aunts and your grandma. And just know that we're all in this together. Sisterhood for life, (laughs) as corny as it sounds. You know, we're all on the same team. There's no need to compete or feel jealousy or feel envious of other girls because we're all just trying to we're all just trying our best. It's so important and so fulfilling to cultivate female friendships. If you're someone that says like I don't have many girlfriends, try your best to figure out why that is and to make some female friendships in your life because genuinely, I don't know who I would be genuinely 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 without my female friendships and i haven't read this book but i think it's a book by dolly parton or something okay i literally don't even know what the title of the book is but i remember it being on the topic about how everything she knows about love is thanks to her female friendships and i love that my girlfriends could almost be boyfriends to me you know what i mean like they're there for you when you're crying they're there for you when you're happy they're there to support you they're there to uplift you they're there when you are having celebrations when you have accomplishments they're proud of you like those are the relationships that truly matter and another really cute quote is I have a picture in my room that says I feel the most beautiful in a group of women that I love and I just think that that is so wholesome because in a group of women that you love if they really love you they will be hyping you up they are cheering you on they want to see you succeed and they want to see the best in you so having all that said This year, the year of the Barbie movie, really reinforced how much I love my female friendship, how much I love my girls, and to not let society tell me that being young is my peak because we only get better and it is a privilege to age. Moving on, a big lesson that I tell almost everybody I talk to, and that is that it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what party you're at. It doesn't matter what country you're in. It doesn't matter what opportunities, what exciting, cool shit you're doing. If you are not around people that you like, it really 
can change the experience by night and day. The people that you have around you is really what makes an experience exciting and fulfilling and I have been in some of the coolest places with people that make me feel like shit and those experiences have not amounted to how much fun I could have in a garage parking lot with my best friends. Like the people that you have around you is what makes the experience different and having that known don't do certain experiences if you know that there is going to be people that bring you down there or people that don't make you feel loved excited or happy they're not it's not worth it honestly and again if there are people that you think are really cool but they're actually mean to you don't hang out with them because the experience is going to suck surround yourself with people that uplift you and make you feel good because those are the people that you can have fun with no matter where you are you could be stuck in a room with people that make you laugh and you could be having way more fun another lesson that i just thought of that i want to bring in here is something that I've talked about so many times okay don't 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 shoot me don't shoot me I've talked about this so many times okay but I feel like I have to talk about this in here because it is one of the biggest things that I stand by and that is that perspective is everything and that a situation is either fun or it's funny I have to say it okay because this reminds me of this point that I was just saying about how like you could be in a random room with your friends and if you're laughing and having a good time that is all that matters if you're at a party and it's fun you're having a good time you're having a great time you're laughing you're having fun if things go south and all of a sudden you're like oh my god this shit sucks I want to go home this is horrible I hate the people here I hate my outfit this sucks whatever like this is so boring the lineup is too long then the experience for you is gonna suck if you see what's going on around you in a lens of I hate this I want to go home this is so boring then that situation is going to be boring and it's going to be shit for you but if you are just kind of laughing at the situation if things go south and you're kind of like oh my god this is so bad that it's funny this is a little bit silly but like at least I'm with people that I like this is horrible but guess what I'm a fun person therefore nothing is boring because I'm fun then the experience will always be fun for you your view of life will be through a lens of a happy perspective you're not going to let exterior things bother you because you are a happy person within keep a positive outlook on life because not only is that just going to enhance your experience on life but also it's the law of attraction if you constantly are putting out good energy and good vibes you're literally only going to get that in return and that it's also what goes into like lucky girl syndrome because if you feel like you're the luckiest girl in the world lucky things will happen to you good experiences will come your way etc next up Ever since I've started this podcast, I feel like I've really improved on my public speaking skills or just my communication in general. I feel like I've gotten a lot better at talking slowly, at articulating my thoughts, at really pronouncing my words properly, learning new words. I just feel like it's really helped me and I've been able to take this skill in so many different aspects of my life, whether that be on a Zoom call and I'm talking to like a business person or maybe you're trying to become a more charismatic person, thrive in social settings, make new friendships, maybe this is in your job any of those reasons honestly practicing your speech and communication will help you in so many different aspects of your life so if you have the ability to do so I highly recommend practicing this skill it is going to help you in so many different ways the next lesson is to act like a tryhard as said a few times throughout this episode when there is something that you want you have to put in the effort to get it if you are trying to become a happier person you have to try hard if you are trying to get abs you have to try hard there's nothing cool about not putting an effort into things and I also think that a lot of people can kind of be stubborn or stuck up to certain things thinking that like if they aren't a pro on their first go that they shouldn't even bother trying trying when that is not true you have to be able to be a good loser to be able to fall on your butt and get back up to be a little bit embarrassing and just be vulnerable with that and take it like a woman 
<laughs> and just be able to keep showing up for yourself. If anybody uses it against you and says like, oh my God, she's trying so hard. It is because they're jealous. It is because they're projecting and it is because they probably don't have the courage that you do or even the discipline to do what you're doing. The next lesson is one that I think is extremely important and it is something that I feel like I've heard a lot of my friends talking about recently. I feel like it has come up in conversation, but you know, everybody in the least dramatic way. You know, they might have certain ways that they were brought up, maybe a few things that were not ideal, maybe a few things that they might even resent their family for, and I feel like it is just a really normal thing to experience. You know, nobody is brought up perfectly, and there is also times where there could be generational trauma, whereas like your parents don't even know that they're passing something down that they were taught through their parents, and then those parents were taught by their parents, and it's like, a huge cycle. I think it's a really important to recognize what those things are, recognize what your faults are, recognizing what your parents' faults are. If you do do this and you're kind of angry for some certain things, I think it's really important to remember that there's no reason to resent your family for certain ways that you were brought up because it was also their first time doing life and I feel like that's a big cliche quote that I always see on TikTok. It's just to remember that your parents are going through life for the first time as well and Every single person in your family, your parents, your siblings, your friends, literally anybody, they're all just trying to do the best that they can with the resources that they have at the time. I think it's really important to reflect on certain situations and be able to reflect, maybe take some time, maybe heal, and then forgive and just realize that being able to forgive is the biggest step in healing and it's only gonna help you grow and move forward. No one has a right way to deal with certain traumas and everybody's just doing their best. So I think going to therapy or something is a super courageous thing to do and I have a lot of my friends going to therapy. It's really helped them and understanding themselves and just forgiving certain things that have happened in their past. So if any of this resonates with you, I highly recommend looking into that, looking into shadow work, looking into uncovering things that affect you daily or maybe things that you're mind constantly wanders to and figuring out an actionable plan on how you can actually get through it because the sooner that you can get through it the sooner that you will be able to move forward and maybe open your perspective and have more empathy for certain people in your life we're almost done here but the next one that I wanted to say was that not all of our friends are long-term friends long life friends and that is a very sad realization and sometimes there's going to be times when maybe people are going to leave your life for a few years at a time and and if they're truly meant to stay in your life, they will come back. If someone's showing you their true colors, if someone is trying to distance themselves from you, there is no point in trying to hold on to them and trying to make them stay or try to see your worth. If they don't see your worth, if they don't want to be in your life, let them go. Let them do their own thing. Not everybody's supposed to be in your life forever and sometimes people are only supposed to be in your life for a chapter or for a season and that is so sad but I feel like Sometimes it doesn't even have to be actually a sad thing. Sometimes people are only in your life because maybe maybe you needed them for that period of your life or maybe they needed you for that period of their life. And I feel like that's also a really important perspective to remember is that sometimes they didn't serve a purpose in your life in some way, which I feel like is not true because everybody does, but maybe you actually did that for them, which I think is also a beautiful thing and a very, it's a very heartwarming thought, honestly. But I think especially as I grow older, I realized that when I was in school or when I was in high school, when I was in middle school, I was used to having friends by my side for a very long time. And in my head, I thought they were gonna be there forever because that's all I knew. But now that I've grown these past few years and I've 
had different friends move to my country, move to different countries. I've gone and visit friends for a certain period of time. I've come home. I've realized that like, as cliche as it is, change is the only thing that is constant. You know, people are constantly coming in and out of your life. And the older that I get, I'm probably just going to experience it more. There might be friends that are in my life for a few years, friends for a few months, friends for a month. And it is okay to let them leave. It is okay when you have to leave them. I wish that I could hold on to all my friends like this and just have them by my side forever. But unfortunately that's not the case and we gotta let them blossom too. I feel like a mom letting my kids leave the nest when my friends have to leave. I'm especially experiencing this right now, not even in like a sad, like I'm breaking up with my friends type way, but like a lot of my friends that moved to my city are moving away and it's just so sad. But I have to remember this is a part of life and maybe I'm gonna see them or they're gonna see me and we can see each other while we're traveling or whatever, but you know, be okay with that and don't be too hung up on it. The next one is to constantly be thanking people. Thank people for giving you the opportunities and connection and also be that person for someone else. Be the one to bring up someone's name in a group, in a conversation, in a room where you think that they could benefit from that. Don't be too stuck up to praise someone else, you know? Give people the credit they deserve if you admire them, if you think they'd be good for something. Again, in the other way around. If people do that to you, be so thankful, be so grateful, and really express your gratitude because gratitude is the highest frequency and the highest vibration. So the more that you are constantly pushing that out into the universe, the more that you are going to get that in return. It is good karma. So do it for other people and be thankful when people do it for you. The next lesson is that you are stronger than a season. Do not let the winter scare you. I have been probably infamous these past few years for talking about seasonal depression and how I'm always so scared about the season when it comes up. But this past season, I really used the romanticize your life sentence to my full advantage. I fully embraced the pink Pilates princess this past winter and every few days I would be doing something Christmas related and the season went by so quickly. I like hardly noticed that it came and left because I was constantly finding ways to cook, to bake, to wear cute outfits, to decorate my home, to do activities. And that really made the season go by so much faster than I would have anticipated. And I just had the best time last year during this time. So constantly find things to look forward to and remember that it's only a season. You're gonna get through it. What's meant for you will always find you and your future you is already taking care of things for you. Sometimes I'm so worried about when things are gonna happen and just worried and trying to control when certain things in my life are going to happen, but just trust that it's going to happen when it's meant to happen. If it hasn't happened for you yet, it means that you're not ready for it. And when something does happen and you're a little bit skeptical and you're like, uh, should I take this opportunity? Just know that it wouldn't be presented to you unless you were meant to do it at that time. There was so long that I pushed starting this podcast and I just kept pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off until suddenly I just got something inside me saying, okay, we're going to do it and we're going to do it now. And it launched so perfectly for me. And like, now I feel like I'm at a stage where I can look back and say that was the perfect timing for me to start and so you know just trust timing. The second to last one is that if being present is all we have do things daily to make you happy. Don't think to yourself oh in two years I'm gonna be happy so like I have to push through this now to like be happy in two years or I'm gonna stay in this shitty situation now because eventually it's gonna get better. All you have is now. Okay, so obviously it's important to plan for the future, but at the same time, make sure that you're enjoying your day-to-day life now because if the present is all we have and you're not enjoying now, that means you're not enjoying your life. Like, this is all we have. Anyways, I've been talking for so long. I hope that this video resonated with you and that you took something from this, that it was helpful, and I just hope you loved it. I honestly had a really good time filming this episode. I feel like I got all my thoughts out, and I'm just excited to be 22. I'll say it for a third time. We are getting older. We are getting wiser. We are getting hotter. Woo!
Okay, I love you guys. I'm gonna go now. Good night.